once again, this is crazy. Hi, I'm Chica West with Filter I'm, Optional. Yes, and I'm Shannon West. And this is our truly our first live show. We always uh, send it live at 10 a.m. on Monday mornings, but right now we're at the studio. We've been traveling a little bit. Uh, and we're doing our first uh, truly live show. We're hoping to do a couple more uh, this year, but Kevin has been gracious. He's our production manager. He produces our show and we're excited about, you know, being live here at the KEPX This is the real deal, man. It yes, is yes. the real deal. You guys are live. Yeah. Um, so what what we what happened last week? There's a few things. We went to a great conference. It's called the Winter Symposium. It was in Colorado Springs. Yes, it was um, a lot of fun. It was it was fun. It was it was very informative. Good to catch up with people uh, from that from the Colorado area and other areas. Uh, but then when we got back, I got the flu, and I am not good being sick. No, no, he is not. He is a man child. I am a man child. I will admit that with I the was man flu. I was I was holed <laughs> up, and I caught it quickly. Uh, and I went to the yeah, doc. I just, I just, he says that I didn't take good care of him, but I gave him a can of Lysol, a box of Tamiflu, a bottle of Gatorade, and said, you're on your own. I thought you were going to say something else, a box of something else. But that's all right, you know. Um, but that, but I... I don't uh, know what that means. But I, <laughs> I struggled. I was, I was holed up. Today I'm feeling better. It's still a little bit in my voice. I think, yes. Shannon, you're starting to get a... It's Not, okay. I'm good. I'm good. You're gonna. You can motor through it a little better uh, than me. You know, if we had tried to do this episode I, last week, I would have been a nightmare. I have to. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about because yeah. I think it's an interesting topic. It is an interesting topic. But first, before we even get into that uh, topic, you know, let's give a shout out, man. Thank you, Whitney, for showing up, and you know, Austin and and Linda and Liz. You know, I like seeing people on there. We're going to have an opportunity. We're going to try to multitask. Shannon might be a little better at multitasking than me uh, when it comes to Facebook and answering your questions. But at the Winter Symposium, we had a, an opportunity to have a lot of collaboration with some good people. We believe in collaboration at Casa Kalina. Um, but the one, one of the things that both of us went to is I love the title of the talk that we went to. And uh, Lisa Marzelli was the speaker, and she has her PhD in pharmacology, and she is she was a brilliant speaker yes. and did a great job. And it was called marijuana weeding through the facts. Yes, yes, and we both went um, because you can go to all these you know seminars when you're at a um, conference, mm -hmm. and we both chose really to go to it selfishly. I think. Well, I went selfishly because we have teenagers and um, and then there there is a lot of confusion. And we were in Colorado where it's legal. So to recreationally smoke marijuana. Right. So, you know, we I want I wanted the facts. I mean, I really wanted to, you know. And so today I don't really want to talk about um whether or not it should be legal or not, or any of those things. I just want to talk about the facts behind it and how it affects the teenage brain, for sure. And as parents, how you weed through the facts. Yes, and that's that's what I like. She did a great job. She didn't get into, you know, any... Right kind of, or wrong. Yes, or, political speak or stuff like that. But a couple things for... 
I, I, I'm not sure a lot of people understand, you know, just what's going on with marijuana. I mean, right. there's, there's really a couple things that are happening uh, in marijuana. Yes, it's legal in, in several states to recreationally use. It's legal in many states for uh, medicinal purposes. Yes. And there is some, you know, actual good facts. But there's a real big difference between uh, the psychoactive components of of marijuana and that's the THC that's where people you know we think of Spicoli if you know yeah. if you're our age it's Spicoli <laughs> with fast yes. times at Ridgemont High yes. you know and yes. that you get stoned smoking uh, the ganja yes. yes yes and so then there's uh, the the medicinal stuff is the CBD oil um, that you're hearing a lot about and in fact you know Channel 5 here in Dallas did um, a news story about how it's, you know, being sold in stores, but is it really legal and all this stuff? And can you get arrested for it? And all, you know, there's, there's still so much, you know, um, controversy around the CBD oil that, you know, pure CBD oil only has like 0.01% of THC, if, if any. Yeah. But even, even pure CBD oil doesn't even, uh, if you you can they can take it out now yes uh, and it will not have any THC so it won't have any psychoactive uh, you know property so you're not gonna get you're not gonna get stoned or high or you know whatever you think of when you think of that and it actually has some good you know medicinal uh, purposes it works well with people with little kids that have uh, seizure disorders yes and and you know I, I think one of the biggest eye-opening things for me was that, you know, we as, you know, adults um, and Americans can't get it straight that we need to just research the CBD oil and, you know, find out, because it's expensive right now, I think, for these families, because... Yes, thousands of dollars. Yes, you know, and so it it does um, actually work. I mean, we you know we have this uh, epidemic called the opiate epidemic right now, and o opiates actually work, uh, you know, for for pain. People, uh, you know, well, use that's that. What for. Anesthesiologists <laughs> use it all the time. Yes. You know, we had the largest fentanyl bust, but that's where it, it fentanyl's been around a long time, but now people are abusing it. Right. Uh, but getting back to one one of the slides that I like that uh, Lisa, you know, opened her talk with was despite documented human use for thousands of years, what cannabis is and what it does to the brain and body remains shrouded by strong bias that result in contradictory scientific studies and findings. And so then she goes, Pandora's box of toxic substances, question mark treasure trove of medicinal useful chemicals attempt to clarify that and so she did a pretty good job trying to attempt to clarify it you know is it a drug and does it um and does its use have potential harm or benefits and i think she she demonstrated both but really what we want to focus on um is you know the harmfulness in the developed brain of the adolescent yes <clears throat> and, I, and I think what was eye-opening for me, and we can get back to the CBD oil um, later because I have an autoimmune disease that, I, that it might 
it might be very beneficial for me. And so knowing the science behind it is great. But I think what we deal with in the teenage world right now is that we are looking back at like Spicoli and we're like, oh, you know, all the teenagers experiment with, you know, alcohol and pot. And I think that in our mind, we think we can control that and, and train kids. I mean, I've heard, you know, parents say that they they think that they can kind of train their kids to drink responsibly. Um, and we're not talking about alcohol right now, but they think that they can control their intake, you know, like maybe letting them drink at home during the Super Bowl or whatever, and they might just have a few beers over a long period of time. They think they can train that. And so I think that parents have that same feeling about marijuana, too, because they're looking back at the fast times at Ridgemont High days and um, no pun intended, but um, and they're looking back at that and they're thinking, oh, well, that's just, you know, we all smoked pot, too, and whatever. But the slide that was so is that street marijuana back in 1976 had, what, 4% THC? Um, yeah, it was it was really low. And, now, and then in 1983, it had, what, 6%? Yeah, 7 the seven and now it, in 2015 when they were studying this that's that's still four years ago or whatever three years ago but um it had 15 percent street marijuana and no, it's 18 percent 18 percent and then a lot that's tested not, not marijuana thc the psychoactive yeah, yeah it, you know, is that what component. i said you said marijuana it had it has the THC, 18% THC, and some that was tested up to 30% THC. Well, now there's even more that, you know, the wax and the dabs is 90 to 98%. Yes. And so it, the concentration is so strong. And, you know, marijuana is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a sedative. Also, um, it has the properties of a mild hallucinogen. And so then it was a, it had the properties of a mild hallucinogen back in the in the 70s and 80s but now when you have that concentration it really uh, affects the brain you know in the well and it causes psychosis oh big time and i think people are confused because i remember you got a call being in the business that you're in um, a college freshman um, ha was it that she got a call from the college that he was in a mental institution like he was in a mental hospital and she called you to say he swears that he just smoked pot that that's all he's been doing he's just smoking pot could that is he lying to me you know she was asking you is he lying to me because he's had a psychotic break and he's in a mental hospital and you're like yeah that can happen so that was obviously eye-opening for that family but it's happened a lot more over the years since you got that call and parents just aren't aware of it. They aren't aware that, you know, I, I don't know. I think that some find out that their kids are smoking pot and they're like, Oh, well, okay, this is just along with alcohol and it's legal. Therefore it's safe. I think people equate legal with safe. Yeah. And the science behind it. And that, that's the crazy thing is, you know, Ben court wrote a good book, you know, um, weed um weed america weed epidemic uh and you know he he has a lot of research that goes into the fact that the research behind uh 
studying marijuana just like you know Lisa is doing is is we're kind of behind when it comes to uh, from a political standpoint, we're not getting into the political piece, but right. you know, pro marijuana, pro hemp movement has really, you know, done a lot of good of pushing out there. Hey, here's all the benefits, right. you know, and they don't look at the, you know, the the bad side. You know, the the deal is right now with marijuana, uh, you know, people smoke it. They also they're also doing it through the vape pen, you know, right. and the vaporization yes. is actually creates even more problems and people don't even realize that versus you know ingesting it and stuff like that because it can it you know you're you're lighting it up to 230 degrees right that was another scientific you know thing on the slides is that when it is heated up it is it's even worse and and it brings we don't out know those things yeah. i don't know those things well you know? and, it, and it brings out the pesticides and the yes. the herbicides and all this stuff uh that people are growing it Yes. and how it affects and, and we don't even have enough uh evidence there but getting back to you know uh, parents tend to minimize that oh it's not a big deal right you know yes. and and in my field people have no problem admitting that heroin or cocaine or acid is a big deal right you know the hardest people that i deal with is the adolescents uh and really more their families coming in going ah there's a uh, you know, they're smoking pot, you know, get them to not smoke as much. Right. Well, and then, and then the scientist, um, Liz, um, the one that was giving the talk, uh, you know, she was very fair about everything. And she was, she kept saying, I'm, I'm not telling people to not smoke pot. I'm telling people or do pot or eat gummies or whatever, you know, there's so many ways now that you can do it. But she was saying, I'm not telling people not to do it. I'm telling people not to do it when they're not of age. She yeah, said, until the brain develops until the, after yes, 22 years old. Because she said that science, the science is irrefutable, that it's, it, it is insult to your brain. And it's 500 times, she said 500 times more damaging to insult the brain like a concussion is insulting the brain you know smoking the pot is insulting the brain you trauma know, trauma it, you know and so what what it's doing is it's insulting the brain in that adolescent brain and we tend yeah you know part of the issue is we're seeing that people are 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 minimizing the effects you know and so they're in of alcohol a, too of alcohol too and we're we're not you know, disputing that. No, but right. back, you know, back when I first started drinking, I was way underage, but the drinking age in Texas was 18. Right. And so, you know, parents were a lot. And then it went to 21 and yeah. I always missed it. Yes. You know, but the deal is we, we saw that the effects and so, hey, let's change that. Well, and in 1985, ecstasy was legal. Yeah, I mean, and so we're realizing you know, all these things that weren't good. But I, I love, you know, THC in your body. Uh, you're only high for a few hours, but chemical uh, traces of marijuana called THC uh, stays in your body for a month or more. THC metabolites are stored in the brain, the testicles, ovaries, and other fatty organs and are detectable by urine. Marijuana smoke irritates the throat and lungs has twice as much tar as cigarette smoke. Frequent use is linked to an increased risk in lung cancer, bronchitis, and emphysema. You know, uh, marijuana inhibits short-term memory, slows reaction time, impairs visual tracking, the ability to follow uh, moving objects accurately, 
frequent use is also linked to cognitive impairment and inability to uh, abstract and understand concepts. Uh, you know, it speeds up the heart rate as much as 50% while high uh, and has increased uh, risk for anyone with heart disease. Yeah. And, and so the deal is we, we're just trying to present the facts. Well, exactly. And, and I do truly believe that it is a, you know, it's our always been our position first of all we have a lot of friends that are like oh it's so great that you know you have you know children and you live with a counselor and an addiction you know therapist and like chico whatever and i said well no that's you know no one's immune to it and um our our family is affected just as much as anyone else's but we have always stood by the fact that we just will never condone it I mean, the alcohol or anything else, the drug use or anything, we just will not condone it. We will not try to teach our children how to safely consume alcohol or drugs. And, and the evidence keeps pointing to how it is harmful for the adolescent, you know, harmful in the development, harmful where it stores itself, you know, it... Um, you know, it can it can create that psychosis. It creates psychosis more so in the adolescent brain, just because the brain still isn't fully developing. Right. Uh, That's what the injury injury yeah. to the brain. The five hundred times more likely to do permanent insult and injury to your brain. Yeah, and it, and it creates this this sense of anxiety. You know, being an adolescent, you're already anxious. Right. And so all of a sudden you add in, you know, marijuana, man, it it increases. I, I look back at this perceived riskiness of smoking marijuana has declined pretty dramatically. Perceived, perceived risk. Perceived yes. risk. Because I, of the legalization, I think. Oh, yeah. But so. 1991, and also I think it's, if you look at it, 1991, 92 is when the internet really started to take off. Right. And so then, you know, there's a lot of disinformation coming out. So in 1991, eighth graders had a perceived risk of, you know, eighth grade students in America, it was about 90%. 10th grade students, it was about 82%. It was 78% for seniors in high school in 1991. You know, fast forward to 2013, uh, it's gone from 90% for eighth graders down to uh, less than 60%. You know, for uh, 10th graders, it's gone down to 46% see the perceived risk. Yeah. You know, for seniors in high school, it's 38%. Right. I mean, that's a rapid decline of that perceived risk. So they're getting this information. And the deal is we don't see it on, because, uh, you know, if we're in our room or, right. or whatever, or, or, you know, kids have this, you know, that has all this well, information. Yes. And, you know... Everything is is saying, oh, it's not a big deal. You just right. do it and stuff well, even, like that. Even, um, you know, I don't know about Travis, but, you know, Beck is a, he's our freshman in high school, and he's a huge researcher. Like, he re researched the flu shot because he, he was like, you know, what's the perceived risk of the flu shot? You know, he researches everything he does. I mean, he YouTubes videos on how to change a tire or how to you know he, so he's getting a lot of his information i could see him being like well hey i might want to experiment with some marijuana and what's the deal with it being legal and so does that make it safe and i could see him youtubing the risk of the whole thing and getting a ton of misinformation oh big time you know um but i just you go ahead 
Well, and, and you know, our, our big struggle, um, yeah, we have our, our parents struggle, but I, I don't even want to talk about that. It's yeah. I, what we want to do is have people at least pause and begin to, you know, get, get a better feeling of what, um, you know, what the issues are. Right. You know, to understand the whole thing where, you know, we're not disagreeing that there is, you know, medical proven science, uh, that, that CBD, uh, actually is very beneficial yes. in some circumstances. Yes. I I am actively looking into that right now for my inflammatory disease that yeah. I have. I, I think it is worth scientifically, you know, looking into. But I, I have had people, you know, we have people in our life that are avid um, marijuana supporters, THC. <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, they're, and, uh, they smoke pot. Yes, and they have said to me, oh, I think this would really help your colitis. You know, I think this would really help you. And, and I'm but like, they're, they're not, that's not going to help me. But, they, but here's the deal is they're talking about actually just getting high. Yes. They're talking about, okay, the THC and CBD combined, yes. you know, and you smoking it and you chilling out. Calming and, the gut. Yes, and, 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 but they're not, they're not, we're talking about you looking at the CBD oil apart from the THC. Absolutely, 100%. You know, and, and maybe yes. having the I'm oil not... and the ointment and stuff like that that has no, where you're not going to get stoned. Right, that's not my, my thing. That's not yeah. my jam. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, and, <laughs> I'm just, but it's not. And it is, it's a lot of people's and that's fine. But I I think when you're looking at your kids, it it's now in the same category as alcohol. You know, you're not going to, teach your children how to responsibly do cocaine, you know? I mean, but now that the marijuana and the alcohol are seemingly a normal, remember how we talked about normal, normal part of high school and college and even middle school life, unfortunately, I think parents are like trying to delay the, I don't know, the, the, impact of drug testing their kids and taking it away from them and they're they're like oh this i don't know do you see what i'm saying yeah i mean well it's, i'm not saying it very well no but i i i i believe what you're saying is marijuana has become so normalized in our society and our culture yes that you know part of that normalization is um you know it is taking away the you know the causes and effects the you know, how it does affect the brain, how it does create more anxiety, how it does uh, create that isolation yes. in, in young people and stuff like that. And another good thing that I think the scientists brought up was that people don't die from smoking marijuana. I think that's a okay thing to put out there because I think a lot of people, you know, try to keep their kids away from it. So they're like, oh, you know, one of the arguments is like, you know, People are going to start driving and whatever, and everybody says no, they don't drive. What you know, but you you, the science says you can't really OD on marijuana THC. Okay, now we don't know what's mixed all in with it and all the you know all the we should talk about the synthetics too that are legal, um, that are causing so many problems. Yeah, the but, the spice and the K2. But but getting back to okay, I think what what Lisa was saying is yes. I mean, people aren't going to 
uh, you can you can drink yourself to death. You yes. can have so much alcohol that you will die. Yes. You know, I think people are, you know, there are they are having um, marijuana uh, related fatalities from driving. Yes. You know, uh, but no one's going to you can't smoke enough to get, you know, stoned. But the deal is that's that's from smoking. These edibles now can create some of that and create that those heart uh, issues and yes, stuff like that. Yes. You know, I I had a friend that I met him at the at the hospital. He ate too many edibles and you know his wife was freaking out and I go, you know, he's just stoned. Right. You know, I mean it was it was it was right. it was crazy. But though those are the things that but but the deal it's is not your mama's pot. <laughs> no, it ain't your mama's not pot. Not your grandma's pot. <laughs> yeah, no, not either. You know, and, and pot's been around forever, but the deal is they are uh you know, they they're getting them in these grow houses and grow labs yes. and really, you know, bringing the strains together and then they can extract that THC. Mm -hmm. Um and so that the THC when they extract it and then they they, you know, they talk about it being, you know, dabbed or waxed cuz it kind of looks like earwax. They smush it together and then the kids are, you know, heating that up. Not even kids, everybody and they yeah. they're getting stoned out of their mind. And it it is it is uh it is really you know powerful but the deal is we that's where the the move came from the dab yes. because you smoke it it's so strong and whatever that you put your head you put your head in your elbow yeah yes, so exactly you know all these parents need to quit dabbing <laughs> did you not know yeah. That? yeah yeah and so yeah and so that becomes that little culture <laughs> yeah she, i learned all kinds of stuff on the show yeah, yeah she's pretty hip <laughs> no i am not but 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 our you know our issue you know if you're looking at uh, weeding through the facts we're we're separating CBD versus THC absolutely you know the the problem is in weeding through the facts people throw THC and CBD together they you know do. they are separate you know it, you know one's the female one's the male you know it is an actual plant yes you know and when you separate that it has good you know good and, effect and she did kind of say um in the science that's kind of funny that you know how they market you know you can go into a dispensary in one of these legal states and you know they have like here you want this one. she had all the names for them you know you want this one because it's calm and you want this one because it's you know livens you up or whatever and she said really that's all kind of bunk i mean but um but it is the levels yeah uh, uh, to, of the of the strain of thc from, the strain you know, of THC, 18 to 30 percent exactly. to you know it, it'll yes and and they're they're perfecting that science the the problem is we're but uh, it's not a perfect science no so you it, don't really know what you're there's so many different chemicals yeah. in there and besides the cbd and thc there's there's CFD. I mean, there's so many different uh, strands going on in in that one plant, right? And how to separate that and find out what's what's happening is that tough place, which does require the money and the research, and that, quite frankly, the medical community should be putting in. But you know, and then I don't even want to get into the discussion about big farm and all that stuff. But you know anything that's natural you know they it's cheaper and whatever so but the research needs to be done yeah and we're not we're not against the research we're not you know saying that but we, what no, we are no, no, I, 
What we are saying is through weeding through the facts, what we're we're trying to help people see is, you know, pause and, and step back. But, you know, our deal is we see a lot of our, our peers that do, you know, we we know people in our neighborhood that, that smoke pot. You know, the deal is they have kids. They don't want their kids smoking, but where do you think their kids learn? Where do you think it it happens? You know, uh, the deal is, you know, you get a little stoned, you might say something off color. Your kids are, their brains are a sponge. They're picking up on that They crap. know, and they're watching. I mean... Yes. And, and the deal is they think, oh, that's what, you know, adults do. I want to do that. Right. You know, and, and the deal is the hypocrisy is what I get passionate about. Yes, I know. I mean, it, it drives me nuts, the hypocrisy. Uh, you know, okay, hey, smoke, but, you know, watch out, you know. Right. It, it, it's going to come back uh, and... You know, all of a sudden you're trying to communicate about, you know, the, the effects and how it does affect, you know, uh, the adolescent brain and how the brain isn't developed and how THC, you know, we have cannabis receptors in the brain and how it, you know, our brain is a fatty cell and it starts to store itself there. And then all of a sudden where you're, you're seeing where, you know, it's not firing on all cylinders. Right. And, right. And, and the deal is. When it's not firing and you're, okay, if you want to choose to do that when your brain's developed, okay, you know, go do that. Right. You know, but when you're dealing with adolescence, man, this, it, this, it, it creates big problems. Yeah. And we're talking about the THC and the, you know, all of that. Yeah. And it's addictive. I know. Yeah. You're going to open a can of worms with that one. Yes. But we know alcohol is addictive. Right. But alcohol is not addictive to 90% of the population that right. drinks. Right. Maybe, you know, give or take a little. Right. You know, um, marijuana is not addictive to most people, it, it, but it does have that. It's, it, you're, 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 you're wrestling and your with risk, that. And your risk of addiction to substances is so much higher if you start, the younger you start. Oh, by far. You know, and so that's, yeah. you know, again, we're just, we're talking about the adolescent brain. It's just, it, it's just never, my whole point is it's, it's just never safe for them to do any of this. And so we, I, I don't want to argue with anybody about that. Like we can talk about all the arguments, you know, after the brain develops and all that kind of stuff. But when you're talking to adolescents, it's not safe. It's just it's, not safe. Uh, you know, it opens up. A can of worms. Yes, and so I think as parents, we have to clue in to 2019 and quit looking back at fast times at Ridgemont High, and we need to... Or dazed and confused. We need to talk to our kids about it. We need to tell them the dangers. We cannot condone it. We can't ignore it. Uh, you got to drug test them, yes. you know, and if they do that, and, I mean, hey, embrace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm not big on the threat. I Give them consequences and, you know, address that. Well, I mean, threaten to drug test them. Not threaten, actually drug test well, them. Well, yes, I know. But, yeah. I mean, just have one at home. You can buy them at CVS. Okay. A lot of or parents Walgreens. don't know that. A, pa- a lot of parents are like, well, how would I ever go get a drug test or whatever? I mean, you can buy them over the counter and um, and then have it sitting in your house like we do. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, it just, I just think we've got to rise up for the safety of our children and, 
talk about it more. I mean, I. Yeah, and 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 the deal is okay if it you know if you're an adult and you're you know in Colorado or you know we're not going to advocate to you know smoke pot in a state that it's illegal, but you know I'm not going to also pass judgment if you're doing if that. If it's legal, yes, yeah. But uh, I mean, if you well, and also there are some there's some legalities that parents don't know about kids. And another call that you received um, was from a mom. Um, the kid was on spring break in Florida. And got pulled over and then was caught with hemp oil, I guess, THC, hemp. No, no, oil. He, he was caught in Texas. He was coming back from Colorado. Oh, it was Texas. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I got that. I got that. I've told that one wrong. Yes, you have. And uh, but, in Texas, in Texas, the the oil is a is a felony. It's a felony. And so, yes. the, and so the mom got, was like, what am I going to do? And you were like, you're going to call an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> you I need mean, to get but, a good lawyer. <laughs> but that, you know, that's, that's the issue is we have. Um, so, we, so we're not, you know, we're not a, against it when you're an adult and do that. But man, if you have kids, you need to really look uh, at your consumption. Yeah. You need to look at, Hey, Oh, uh, you know, that there, the, the bullshit about, you know, Hey, do as I say, not as I do. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's just, you know. And if, and if you need, you know, the point is that if you need the CBD oil. Go get it. Go get it. Invest go in it. it. And I mean, um, it, it, it can do some positive stuff. Yes. I know that parents it, like Elizabeth Bowman, just, she commented early on and I, I can't concentrate on both, but um, she said she's going to listen later, but that, you know, it has some, um, it's, a lot of moms and dads are talking about it with kids with autism and um, seizures and things like that. And then the inflammatory disease that I have. I mean, I, I, yeah, I want to talk about it. And I don't, there shouldn't be a stigma. And there's a difference between the THC and CBD. Right, absolutely. You so, know, and then the deal is we got, you know, there, there's one place, you know, I think it's Stanley Brothers up in Colorado Springs that actually yeah. does a good job of separating the two. Yes. You know, and they... You know, they, they have, they, you know, is what Lisa Marzelli was telling us, that they have done the best research and stuff like because that. Because their daughter suffered from seizure disorder, so they figured it out. You know, and so they, the deal is we're not anti-marijuana, but the deal is there is THC and CBD and understand the differences. Yeah, and we've had too many people, um, too many young people end up in the ho hospital with um psychosis um and so sure they didn't die from um smoking pot but they their brain has been insulted and um you know in a very bad way yeah not not healthy not healthy yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's you know that's what's happening um out there and so really today's deal is weeding through the facts and the facts of the adolescent brain you know, the adolescent brain is still in development. It, does, it doesn't have that protective shield that, uh, you know, completely develops until actually age 22. Right. You know, and isn't so... It, isn't it in boys at 25? Because yes. they're a little slower they're, to develop. They're a little slower. Their brains. Yes. That uh, frontal lobe. Yeah, and the impulsivity is greater yes. and stuff like yes. that. And and so the deal is when, but, when you're given an, a, a carcinogen that actually, you know... Uh, you think takes away the anxiety, but it actually increases the anxiety after right. the effects start to wear off. Right. You know that you're just it's um uh, it's like it's like if you're depressed and you drink. I mean it 
it does something for a little bit, but then all of a sudden you're more depressed because it's a depressant. Right. Oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure we could talk about this for a long time, and I'm pretty sure we might get some questions, and we'd love to, we'd love to talk it out and research with people, you know? Yes, and, and please, you know, deal this. This was our first live show. My feed on my uh, Facebook was a little sporadic, uh, but that's, uh, that's my iPad. Uh, we're excited, uh, you know, for next week's episode. Uh, we can't wait till you tune in. It will not be a Facebook Live one. But uh, thank you, Kevin, for making this week's work. Yeah, let's Shannon, keep, thank you, guys. Job. Yeah, let's keep the, let's keep the kids safe. Yes, let's do it, and let's begin the conversations. Talk about it. Yeah.